No, just say this n- is episode eighteen. No, no, say it like no, say it like no, say it normal. Say, stop, stop, stop. Say it normal. Say it normal. No, I'm just gonna keep it recording, and then whenever we get it, we're, I'm just gonna keep it. This is episode eighteen. Just say the whole thing. This is episode eighteen of a Children's Peer podcast with special guest James. Speak slower. If I speak slower, then it won't work. Yeah, no, yes, it will. This is episode eighteen of a Chosen People podcast with special guest Jane Strickland on the single men's. You almost had it! <laughs> oh my gosh! You keep that in. No. no, no, I want that one. No, you that. almost had it. No, do the actual thing. Speak this, slowly. This, this. Speak slowly. This is episode eighteen of a Chosen People podcast. <laughs> With special guest Jaden Strickland on the single man's dilemma part, part one. one. Okay, God. Welcome to a chosen people podcast. My name is Lou Obatero, and every Tuesday I share with you conversations I have with disciples from all around the world on how young disciples like myself can live a life worthy of God, what they've learned from personal experiences, and pieces of advice they have for my generation. Together, we explore solutions to modern-day problems and what it truly means to live chosen. A few weeks ago, I did an episode with Gianni Onora and Olivia Wolhoy on their view on healthy relationships. But this week, we're doing something different. On today's episode, I have a discussion with Jaden Strickland, a friend of mine who lives in Fort Lauderdale, goes to the Broward College, and attends the Broward Church of Christ. Jaden and I discuss where he, as an introvert, gets his energy from, his lowest moments as a single man, how the church has helped him to be content, and what cheating does in relationships. Okay, so for today's episode, I have a uh, friend of mine from the Broward Church of Christ, another friend from the Broward Church of Christ, Jaden Strickland. Uh, he currently is a freshman at Broward College and uh, went to, which high school did you go to? Um, Piper High. Right, Piper High. Okay, yeah, so Piper High and is now at Broward College. Uh, could you just give us a little bit of background about yourself? I'm, I mean, I already said that you were that you're a, um, a Broward College student, but just anything else that you want to get off your chest or let, let people know about you? Um, yes, I've pretty much grown up in the Broward Church, and um, I've been a disciple for the past couple of years when I was first baptized. Um, I think it was August 20th, 2017. I think I remember that. Yeah, like I think that my family and I were in town for that yes yeah i think yeah, it was, was it during you were, you, i think you were still in 11th grade at that point yeah yeah um was it during a midweek that we had it it was, that, that, like when you got baptized it was a regular sunday okay okay yeah no i think that i remember that i remember the the video circulating around the group chat um but yeah no thank you for that thank you for that background all right so uh for today's topic of conversation that we agreed on before this um Jaden and I wanted to talk about relationships and more importantly, in the perspective of relationships, like not just with some, being somebody romantically, but also to like being with somebody uh, who's a family friend, just, you know, friends in general, non, 
I guess like non-intimate relationships, be seeing those types of relationships from the perspective of a single person. So what made you want to speak about relationships, seeing that you yourself are a single person? Um, I guess I really wanted to like speak about relationships because I was single and like I and like from talking to friends who have been in relationships and seeing different relationships, like I thought that like there was like a lot of that I've um like observations that I've made and like things that I've learned and also like ideas that like I've thought about. Mm. What type of observations have you made? Like for example, how they um act around each other, but also how one another's like I guess like able to like make compromises for each other and sacrifice. I see. I see. And what would like, I guess an ideal relationship, not just a Christian relationship, but like an ideal relationship. What would, what type of characteristics would that have within it? Um, At least for like the, from the ones that you've seen um, like face to face, you know, like what things have you seen people do in their relationships that make it long lasting what i've seen is like people like setting like certain kinds of boundaries with each other and Mm. also like being like really open and honest with each other and like communicating um i think i had who did i have on before oh um i had my friends johnny and olivia on before talking about how communication is one of like the biggest um factors that they have within their relationship that actually makes things work well so that's correct but i guess i'm just curious to know right um so you've have you been single basically your entire life yeah pretty much okay and from the perspective of a single person right i think that the obvious um inclination for really anybody when it comes to i guess somebody who's single who's speaking on relationships is that there might be some type of negative emotion or jealousy, you know, that, that that person might have toward those who actually are in relationships. Do you feel like you've struggled with jealousy or envy um, or even just um, like loneliness of not having another person to be, to have an intimate relationship with on a romantic level? Yeah, like definitely for the loneliness, like I've definitely felt that a lot. Mm-hmm. But for um, but as for jealousy, not really. Like mm-hmm. I stopped, like I stopped being jealous, like after, like I pretty much like got out of like eighth grade. Oh, so you just kind of do you feel like it was like a maturity thing, or you just grew numb towards it? Um, both maturity and growing numb to it. And I've kind of just like had this like mentality of it is what it is. <laughs> I see. It is what it is. It is um, what it is. <laughs> I love that meme. <laughs> so have there been times, though, that you've felt spiteful towards God, um, even though, you know, you were numb, at least like like you wouldn't be talking about it right now if it wasn't for at least like some emotion that you have towards um, couples. Right. Like, have you felt spiteful or had any negative emotion towards God uh, on that on the basis of like being single your entire life? Um, not really, because like think because like thinking about it now, like it's almost as if I'm like if I was like to be spiteful towards God towards that, it's like it it's as if I'm saying that I deserve to like 
be in a relationship and that's kind of like bordering on like just straight up arrogance oh okay that's actually a pretty interesting way of saying it um so you feel pretty content on where you are right now at the moment yeah okay okay are you planning on staying single for the rest of your life or um are you planning on like finding a partner sometime um i am um, planning on finding a partner um Mm -hmm. But I am kind of hesitant to ask because, like, if they say no, it kind of it kind of feels like I'm putting like our previous relationship, like like our friendship, our friendship in jeopardy. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's what something I had a conversation with somebody about that. They were telling me about how they risked like everything. Well, they, yeah, they risked everything basically to tell somebody how they felt, and the other person didn't feel the same way, and it kind of ruined their friendship because they went too far. And now, like you know, like all of their interactions are now just very awkward with that other person. So that can happen. Um, Of course, I think that at the same time, it shouldn't prevent anybody from wanting to take risks. Um, Have you like at least made an attempt to, you know, like it kind of sounds like you're speaking from like uh, from experience a little bit. Have you made an attempt in the past to like ask somebody or to tell somebody how you felt about them? Um, Yeah, but that was pretty much like, it only like really happened like in eighth grade and earlier, but after that, no. So a lot of this um, changing character came from eighth grade. I'm seeing. Uh, do you feel comfortable kind of talking about what happened at that time? So pretty much all through middle school, like I kind of like got clowned on for like asking out girls and like getting rejected. Oh. Uh. But also, like, I stopped caring about, like, a lot of this since eighth grade because, like, that's when I start, like, that's when I first started studying the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, like, my um, attention's, like, been pointed, like, elsewhere. Okay. Right. So, you kind of are, like, fulfilling that scripture that talks about, like, to, you know, to, to, to set our eyes on, on things above rather than what those things, that, rather, rather than the things that are on earth. Yeah. Wow. Takes a lot of maturity. Um, I'm not even there. Trust me. I don't feel like I'm there. Um, even though I've been a single person as well, I think my entire life, I think that me and, you know, other people that I've talked to have like that day to day feeling sometimes like, oh, like, should I be, you know, like I'm about to be like, you know, 20, like the pressure kind of, um, settles on you. But to get to that point of knowing that God has you. Is, and and that you don't really necessarily like have to be seeking one right now, like you said, like you like you said before, that we don't deserve one um, immediately. I think that's gonna take me a while to get to that point. Um, was this change like did this change happen to you all in like one day? Like you kind of like a switch just flipped in your mind, or did was it kind of gradual over a period of weeks or months where you just decided I'm not gonna put so much value on if I'm in a relationship or not anymore. Yeah, it kind of was gradual. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Based on what happened that one day. Jeez. Well, I mean, what do you feel like the pros and cons are of embracing singleness? Well, I think a major one is like definitely like not being open enough to like get like seriously hurt. Mm. so that's one pro mm. um not only that but like you also like i guess sort of have like more free time to spend like either with friends or like doing other things 
That's true, yeah. You're not having to spend money on Valentine's Day gifts and stuff. Yeah, not only Birthday that, but it's gifts. also like, like an extra. Com- yeah, it's also like not a commitment. Mm-hmm. That's true. You're spending more time, you know, on your own kind of um, being able to take care of yourself. And do you feel like this time that you're spending as a single person is evolving you or or creating a deeper sense of independence in you before you meet your future partner um sort of because like even at times i still sometimes like feel like isolated even if i am in a group right and like you know um no big deal like the rapper yeah yeah i listen to his music he mentioned something like this in his song orion Oh, yeah, that was one of the first songs that I heard um, when I got into No Big Deal a little bit. It was um, that one and then the one that, like, starts on, like, it starts with him saying, like, Tribe of the Move. And then there's, like, these sound of, I forgot what it's called. I think it's Trees. I forgot what the name of it is. Um, oh, Treetops? Yeah, Treetops. Yeah, 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 yeah. Treetops and Orion were, like, the two songs that got me on to uh, listening to him. He was pretty good. But sorry, you were saying that he spoke on the topic of... Um, of of being single no it was more like um the top like he's it was like one line but it was um actually let me see if i could pull up the lyric mm-hmm. sure thing i was like first into like andy mineo and lecrae before well and who was it triple those were like my top three and then like i didn't even know that there was like a whole branch of different people especially under gavi that have like all this sort of like Christian rap music. And all of a sudden I jumped into that for a little bit. Um, I probably should add a lot of those songs back into my playlist though. All right. So like I found the line and it's actually three. Oh, okay. So what he says is loneliness can happen in a very crowded room, especially mm. when they know who you are, who you are, but do not know you. Mm. I've seen, I've seen many smiling faces that feel miserable inside. And I admit that I've been that guy at times. I'm pitiful too. So do you feel like you relate on a deep level to that? I mean, yeah. And I especially felt that like in the ministry after like, pre- like I pretty much after you, like your class graduated. Mm-hmm. Cause like at the time I was like the only like senior disciple, like the senior disciple guy. Oh, that's and like true, the rest yeah. of the disciple guys were like junior year, not junior year, but I'm um, sophomore year or younger. And like, I just didn't really relate to them. And like, I just didn't feel like I had a place like, in the ministry and that actually almost ended up having me like just fall away i didn't know that wow that was when you were that was around the time that you were graduating uh last year yeah actually it was like almost like a year and two weeks from today wow so what changed then what made you stay um mostly i spoke i ended up speaking to josh and um chase who were the teen disciples or the teen workers at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been meaning to have both of them on. Um, I've actually contacted both of them, but we've had like, like they're they're very active within the um within the ministry. So like I I'm thinking I'm I'm like I'm not even gonna bug them right now. They've got so much on their plate. But I know I remember you could both. Probably of them. asked Josh. Yeah, yeah, I asked Josh. Uh, when was it? Because he actually like works in the campus ministry now. Oh and yeah, Thursday yeah. I go over to his apartment. He's just, yeah, I think that he's just got a lot on his plate, though, because we had talked before, but I think that he said that he was just trying to figure out when in his schedule could work. And I'm going to be starting up, like, you know, season two of this podcast, like, in, like, the probably late 
summer or something. So we can, we have, we have like tons of time, you know, it's whenever really, uh, he'll be free, but those two guys are, you know, great. Um, Chase too, Chase, I've talked to, um, a lot. We've had one-on-ones. He's talked to me about, we even, um, before, you know, we recorded, before we were going to record our podcast, we actually had like a, like a two hour conversation about like what's been going on with the world and like, you know, different events that have happened in our lives that like, you know, that, that were more recent that, uh, it was mostly just like, you know, like a big catch up, but yeah, I mean, like when you talk about spiritual, those two guys right there, I'm glad they talked to you though. Were you like, you were expressing your concerns to them about feeling needed and wanted within the ministry, right? Yeah. In some weird sort of way, the pandemic actually somewhat helped me stay. Huh. What do you mean by that? Because like we all just ended up just going down like in lockdown. Oh, and I mean, wouldn't that create more uh, like like solace or um? Uh... You would think so, but like it actually ended up kind of like being easier because we actually did some events like online. Oh, okay. I think I was hearing a couple of those things. Um, I know that Miguel joined him like the campus ministry ones. What you what you guys do online? So there was one time when we actually watched um Space Jam on Netflix party. <laughs> oh, that's smart. Okay, never mind. Wow. Look, so you, so you, so you guys found found things to do together, and you feel like like even things like that, just watching Space Jam together, brought you guys closer. Yeah. Wow. That's good to hear. I'm. I mean, for one, trust me, I'm glad that you made the decision to stay because it's hard when you don't feel needed or wanted. Um, in different spaces. Uh, that's something that I'm kind of struggling with right now. So I, I get what you mean by that. Um, did we go over the cons, though, uh, about embracing singleness? I don't think that we did. Um, what do you feel like the cons um, are? Yeah, what do you feel like the cons are of embracing singleness? In, or at least from your experience? Um, it depends on person to person. But for me, like, I still, like, even though, like, I knew that, like, I shouldn't, like, that I um had to like set my sights on like other things other than being a, in a relationship that like just that in and, of, in and of itself didn't help me like when i still felt like lonely was that because was that related to what happened in the eighth grade or was that just like you were feeling pressured because everybody else was getting into relationships or you felt like at the position that you were in life you needed to be in a relationship well with eighth grade, it kind of was um pressure, mm. but like not necessarily like what you would think, because like it was it mostly like just came down to like like just like being like the butt of like a ton of jokes of like being lonely or like mm. like not having a girlfriend. I see what you mean. So you embraced that persona of being like you know a single rather than trying to fight against it and ask other people so that you could please their uh, expectations. You instead decided to use it for good or use it more so against them. Yeah, it was pretty much like almost social suicide whenever it was time to like do the like the lunch table roasts. Oh, oh I see what you mean. So you were the you you were the face of every joke, I guess. Like you felt like you were I guess in a in a short sense, you were bullied um into believing what you believe well no i don't want to say that but like do you feel like you were bullied into believing what you believe now about relationships no 
So you feel like you made your own decision without their influence. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get what you mean. So I know that you, I think that we talked about this before, right? You would consider yourself to be an introvert, correct? Yeah, definitely. Okay. And introverts, they usually get energy from themselves. But I did hear you speak earlier about how you feel like you regained your sense of belonging within the team ministry when you guys were actually doing more activities together, right? So there was a bit of energy or at least uh, self-worth that you gained from that. Where do you feel like, or what specific things do you feel like you get your energy from? So with me, like, I pretty much like, I do get energy from myself, but like, I also get energy from like certain other people. Mm-hmm. Like, so, like, when, like people that actually want you around, right? Yeah. Like people that okay. I'm actually close to. Right, 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 right. What things can we do? to pull energy from ourselves um, when we're in the season of being single? Um, in a holy way, you could, um, I guess, like, spend a lot of time, like, praying and, like, connecting with God. Is that what you do? Actually, no. Like, what I do is I... um usually I find like different ways to like make myself laugh. So like I end up like looking at like a lot of different memes. Um, sometimes <laughs> I actually do end up um, playing just, I just end up playing video games or like watching anime. Mm. Is that your definition of what self-love is? I mean, I guess like, or at least it's like one form of it. I see. I see. And do you ever have like times where it's like, that's too much? Or you're depending on you're you're depending on that too much. I mean, kinda. Like another thing that like just takes that energy from me is like sometimes when I just like feel like I get like depressive bouts. Mm. And that's from being on your own from t- for too long, right? Yeah. Okay. But sometimes okay. it can happen when like I'm just like already like tired or like. Or yeah, like when I'm like on my own for like too long or like when I'm just like really tired sometimes mm-hmm. or when something actually like does happen that like really makes me like question myself. Right. You might not have a girlfriend per se or a partner right now per se, but do you feel like you have close friends that you can talk to and that you can be open with on like a deeper level than just small talk? Yeah. And do you meet with them often? Mm, not all that often. Like, as a matter of fact, I actually have to, like, remember to text them and, like, catch up with them. And, I mean, like, at least you're making that effort. That's actually really good. Um, I realized that as a single person, right, that I, we're, we're built to be relational people. We're, we're built to be people of people who are to love like like that's literally like what we're made for we're made to love others and we're made to love god right and of course because i don't have like that single one other person that like i'm sharing a romantic or deep relationship with i feel like i can survive without that but i cannot survive without 
having people around that I can talk to deeply or that I can talk to honestly about different things. Because otherwise than that, you know, you're just stuffing your emotions and you're just keeping them inside and it, it hurts. Like when you when you have those depressive bouts that you're talking about, how often do you express those things to other people? I don't. You don't? Yeah, I don't. It's a bad habit of mine. And when you, when of course like that happens, have you ever had a time where it ended up like positive? Like you, you know, you, you, you play video games for too long or whatever, and it ended up positively for you? No, not really. That right there, I think, is one of the culprits that of, of, not, I don't want to say depression, but one of the culprits of the single man's downfall. Having these emotions that we should be sharing with our significant other or someone or the person that we're, you know, that, that we trust to keep our deepest secrets. And we either don't have that person or we do, but we don't contact them. And I hear people like, I, like I know what some Christians right now, you know, are, are thinking as they're hearing this, they're probably thinking that like, oh, you know, you always have God, you know, you can always talk to him. I think prayer is so powerful. Prayer works, right? Like I've had prayer be fulfilled in my life. Even things that I thought that I would want and that I prayed to God for were rejected. And then I realized why they were rejected later on. And it was completely for a logical and understanding reason that I didn't see in hindsight, right? But at the same time, like God literally created Eve because he said that man should not be alone. I think that he knew that God and him, that, 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 that he and Adam had a relationship that was unmatched, right? Um, you know, he made Adam into like a very sp- a special person, a man who was over all livestock and all animals and all plants of the world. But he still created like another being that was similar to him, you know, in stature and uh, uh, like like a physical being, you know, to to, to at least to be around. Um, and they, I'm I'm guessing that they probably talked. They probably had conversations and stuff, you know, with each other. They they were basically husband and wife, as the Bible seems to depict it. Before even husbands and wives were a real thing, right? They were matches for each other. And of course, we don't have to have. That, but I believe that we at least have to have somebody in our lives to be open with on a consistent level. So, I mean, this wasn't really supposed to be an advice podcast, I guess. But if I could offer you any advice, and those who also too find themselves in the same boat of just be of being self-deprecating and then keeping it to ourselves, whether that's for whether that's just in the sake of trying not to be a burden on other on other people or just not wanting to get help in general, I would say as tough and as risky as it sounds, at least find one person that you can be open with about those things, about even the dark things or the evil things, you know, make sure, of course, that there's somebody that you know isn't going to like tell your news to everybody. I don't believe that everybody is built like that, but there are a few people that have that malicious intent and that I would say don't trust like that. Uh, But if you can find at least that one other person, and I'm saying the one other person instead of instead of you know praying to God, because either they can give you the physical comfort 
or the social comfort that you're longing for, or at least that if you don't think that you're longing for, your body is longing for, um, or advice on what you're going through so that you can be able to grow, so that maybe even you can see the things that you don't see for yourself. I've had conversations with people where I've given them advice and they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about doing that. And inversely the same way people have talked to me and given me advice. And I've seen, and I was able to see things from a whole different perspective. Um, maybe thinking that I knew what somebody was thinking or, or, or believed about me and then hearing it from somebody else that like, oh, they probably don't think that, you know, or they're thinking in this sense. And then all of a sudden my entire paradigm is just shifted. And because our paradigm has shifted, the situation, or at least the intensity of the situation, changes as well. I'm more likely to be loving to that person that I feel like might have hated me or whatnot, right? Um, so for you, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that you said that you have friends that you talk to and stuff, but I would make it at least one person, maybe even one person outside of that friend group who you can just start to have deep, real conversations with, whether that's your um your campus ministry leader, whether that's just one of the per- people from the campus uh, ministry, whether that's a friend from one of your classes, but I'd also too, just advise that it be a disciple so that I can, so that whatever advice that you're being given, at least it's biblical, biblically driven, you know, uh, who is your campus ministry leader anyways at the, at BC? Um, Mike degree. Oh, it's Mike degree. Oh yeah. 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 I forgot. Oh, wow. He's still, wow. He's been, he's been the campus ministry leader for like so long now over there. I haven't talked to him in like a million years. It's been it's been a while. But um maybe even being able to talk to him. Uh but that's you know, that's a that's a conversation that we can have outside of this um podcast. But I just wanted to, to to give you that little piece of advice and um and yeah. So we can continue. Uh what do you feel like your lowest moment has been in relation to being single? Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I know that you shared about eighth grade, and that was a that was a traumatic time for you, probably. Uh, but has there been anything worse than that? Anything maybe more recent that's occurred? Um, and of course, you know that you feel that you feel comfortable sharing on this episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I think, I think we pretty much both know what happened. Kinda. I know like 85% of what happened, uh, because I heard some other stuff afterwards, but if you want to clear the air, if you want to just get it off your chest right here, you know, the whole truth, at least to let me know, um, you can go ahead and share. So basically I ended up catching feelings for a sister. Mm-hmm. Who shall remain nameless for the sake of um, this podcast? Yes, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, like she wasn't like really like the type of person that I should have dated. Not to say that she was bad or anything, but like mm. you didn't feel like, like you were prepared. We just, yeah, I was completely unprepared, unprepared for a relationship like at that uh. at that point in time. And I definitely did not have the maturity mm. nor the confidence. I see. So despite all that, despite those things, you went ahead and asked her, right? 
No, I never did. Oh, oh, sorry. That was, I guess that was that extra 15% that I was talking about that I didn't know. So, um, so what did happen then? Well. You've just listened to part one of this podcast. To listen to the next part, go to the homepage of the Chosen People podcast on whatever podcast streaming platform you're on. Part two should be available. I'll see you there.